Hello and welcome. My name is Angela Montano and you have tuned in to Prayer on the Air. I'm going to just adjust my microphone here a little bit and see if this is kind of moving around on me suddenly. Okay, let's see how that is. Okay. Ah, So here we are. We've joined together. You've come to me, to us, to this gathering via your telephone, having dialed a number and a code. And by the way, that number and that code stay the same. If you've joined me, if you're joining us via the World Wide Web, you have pasted something in your browser and you are listening through your computer. If that's the case, there's a little square. You write your prayer request in. And if you're tuning in via the telephone, just star two to raise your hand so that we can talk with one another and bring into prayer whatever concerns you, whatever's on your mind. I often say there's nothing too small, there's nothing too big, there's nothing too minuscule, there's nothing too grand to place into prayer. So welcome, deep, deep, deeply welcome to prayer on the air. When we come together for our gathering as we are, we're really making a choice to consciously connect to source energy. You know, that word God is so loaded for many. For many, they, we hear the word God and it's a relief. It's a refuge. It's a safe haven. For others, that word God is um, associated with a you know, with forms of, uh, you know, kind of negativity, punishment, judgment, uh, giving out favors or not giving out favors. Could have prevented this tragedy and could have, you know, made this go away, didn't. There's so much uh, hurt and conflict for so many with that word God. And the word prayer is often just as loaded, yet we come together for prayer on the air to experience the word prayer with utter lightness. To truly experience it as a gift and perhaps our greatest gift that we've been given. It is we can touch into our higher power is taking care of whatever concerns us. And we lean into that higher power in the awareness the higher power isn't seven feet in front of you, nine feet behind you, 32 miles to the left of you. It's right here, right here, right here, right now where I am and where you are. You know, the kingdom of God is at hand, within. The kingdom of God is within. So we really come together so simply, but to do mighty work. The mighty work we're doing is we're making that very interesting journey from our fears, our doubts, our worries, our ruminations, our terrors, to love, to the awareness that love is sufficient unto itself. 
And through prayer, we come together to become utterly present in the now moment, like right now, wherever you are, just notice. Like all is well. Not just like all is well. All is well. All is well. You know, I often quote the spiritual teacher Byron Katie who says, you know, if you want terror, get a future. If you want guilt, get a past. How many of us are living in guilt and terror, future and past? And what would it be like for each of us to be delivered to this moment? Everything is okay, truly okay. It's just when we get ahead of ourselves, we often imagine scenarios that definitely do not feel okay. And then we interpret our past often in very unfair, unforgiving ways toward ourselves and others. So as we begin today, we're really interested in releasing and lifting guilt, i.e. past, and releasing and lifting terror, i.e. future, that we may, as Ram Dass titled his book in the 1970s, I believe it was, um, I might have the date, the decade wrong on that, but be here, now. To be in the presence, Christ consciousness, the Buddhic mind, the Atman presence, it just requires us to show up. But how many of us are showing up for life? Oh, wow, you know, I'll show up for my thoughts about life. Let me, you know, sit down. I'll tell you all about it. But having all my thoughts about what is or isn't and should be and shouldn't be and happened or didn't happen. That's like one removed. You know, once removed, I'm I'm thinking, but I'm not really fully available in this moment to experience what is. The leaves I'm seeing right now kind of moving in the breeze outside. There's a lemon tree also outside my, from my view right here, a statue. There's also a spider that I just now see inside with me. Um, Not close, so everybody, it's okay. I don't even know if it's a poisonous spider or not, but I see it. But when I'm just in my thoughts, I don't see this interesting life that I am that is. So living in faith, faith is is really releasing our futures and the futures of all those whom we love to, to love itself. And it's trusting the past as we perceive it to love itself in this extraordinary possibility and the possibility I speak of is all things work together for good. That means all the mistakes you and I have made or think we've made, even all our shortcomings, all our flaws, work together for good. And good means joy. Joy, joy, joy. 
So again, I deeply welcome you. If you are coming to me via the telephone, I would love it if you would press star 2 to raise your hand. Again, for those of you on the uh, coming via the web, just write your request in. We're going to begin now with our opening prayer, and uh, then we will begin our our festival of, of prayer. Ah, so just let yourself be relieved. There's nothing you need to do here but receive and allow. Know that as we begin, your consciousness is is so essential to this moment, to these prayers. You can know the truth for me, for some person calling in in a way no one else can. So I thank you deeply for showing up. How deeply grateful I am to accept the love of this beautiful universe is all around us and within us and all around and in everyone and everything. And all this love needs is my attention, your attention, our attention. I claim I am. You are humbled before the possibility that we might pay attention to the movement of God, more interested in the movement of God, the movement of grace, the movement of mercy, more curious about the light of consciousness within a person I'm speaking to than I would be in the various egoic musings. I like them, I don't, I prefer them, I don't. Their voice bothers me, it doesn't. Um, they should have said this. They should have said that. I, I, why didn't they? Why didn't they this? Why didn't they? Oh, why didn't I? Why did you know all of that? Shoulding. That's what we're laying down to live in our oneness and our union in the beautiful now, which to me is the beautiful love that God is. It is from a mystical point of view. It's actually reality. I call us home. Maybe we can walk each other home today in prayer, uplifting one another in our willingness to perceive wholeness. It is the perception of wholeness that heals. And so it is, I declare, and I call upon your agreement, that this prayer meeting, this prayer on the air is blessed. Blessed and blessed and blessed like never before. We open wide to the good news. What is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced is embraced. I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 I'm not 100% sure, but I think today uh, may be International Woman's Day. Um, If that's true and you're a woman, let's just celebrate ourselves. (laughs) Ah, Blessing women everywhere. Blessing women. Blessing women. Blessing women. So we are going to begin with a, a written request here. Lisa from Virginia. Dear Angela, last week's prayers really spoke to me. Like you were always saying, we pray collectively and receive blessings from other prayers. It's really beautiful. 
I'm so glad you caught that, Lisa. Like every prayer we pray for someone else, it's like there's a ripple effect for us. And that ripple effect can be as extraordinary as if it were a prayer custom made for us. So catch the ripples, catch the ripples, welcome the ripples. I too would love to have a cuddly kitten of my own. My spouse is not open yet. Oh, yes, because someone wants it, wanted a kitten on our call. Yes, uh, last week, yes. Um, I too would love a, to have a cuddly kitten of my own. My spouse is not open Yet I also relate it to the woman who detailed how all the needs of her new job, and I encourage her too. It is coming, I know, because my prayers were answered in receiving a new job, meeting my specific details as well. And just another thing, you know, when you have experienced answered prayer, you're a great, like, energy of faith for someone. So I'm, I'm also thrilled, Lisa, you caught that. It doesn't mean you can't pray and have prayers uh, really met with incredible outcomes, even if you haven't experienced that for someone. I'm just saying when you have, you're kind of like, yes, you're, it's, it may be even easier. Um, today, I request prayer for a forever home to retire with my partner of 26 years. We want a simple 15-square-foot home with trees and lovely sunsets. I'm trying to visualize this abundance so that it will draw nearer to fruition. Thank you and blessings to all listening and praying. Lisa from Northern Virginia. Thank you, Lisa. So I'm already seeing it like 15 square foot home. I love that. Trees and lovely sunset. I mean, I'm just imagining the universe can offer this up in ways even greater than Lisa may even imagine. Like, that's what we're opening our heart to. This magical, beautiful, forever home. We're knowing together it exists in God. It exists in love. And so already what we're doing as we're moving into prayer is we're saying thank you. Thank you in advance. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. For the gorgeous sunsets, for the beautiful trees, for the just right size. I affirm through God's mercy and grace and, and, and generosity the divine timing of this home, the ease in the fruition. I'm knowing that there's a beautiful allowing occurring already within Lisa. I claim for her the finished kingdom consciousness. This is the consciousness where it's already done and yet we're allowing it to come to manifestation within the time-space continuum. And so I'm, I'm joining Lisa in this beautiful welcoming of what already is. A beautiful welcoming of that which already is. Peace be still and know I am presence. The I am presence is 
God. So it's beautiful to stand with Lisa to invite all of us to stand in this gorgeous yes. I'm knowing for Lisa deep, profound, beautiful receptivity. And I claim divine right fulfillment related to her kitty cat. You know, whatever needs to occur for her, Lisa and her spouse and some kitty cat, you know, however that is to be, where all are resonant in harmony with a yes. I'm just offering that to the Holy Spirit, to the infinite I am, to the generosity of God. Ask and it shall be given. So allowing and allowing and allowing, I say yes, how deeply grateful I am to have this opportunity to be with Lisa all of us in this cacophony of welcoming that which already is in the fin- in the finished kingdom consciousness i am grateful and thankful and so it is amen 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 and now we're going to jump across the ocean here to the uk ruth hello dear angela i have I just wanted to thank you for your words of wisdom and prayer requests last week regarding my feelings about how some of my colleagues are. On Saturday, I started revisiting your daily OM course, Eight Weeks of Prayer to Change Your Relationships. I'm feeling very sensitive at the moment to how other people are and feel. I have a lot of self-work to do. Your prayers and words of wisdom are a real blessing. (sighs) Okay. So the first thing that that comes to me, Ruth, as as I read your request, is I'm feeling very sensitive at the moment. And I just, I just, I I know I, maybe I can't speak for everybody. I, I feel like I can, though. On this one thing, I'm thinking all of us, if not all, you know, most of us, if not all of us, know that feeling of being very sensitive. You know, that just feeling so very sensitive. You know, maybe a little raw and just so sensitive. So that's the first thing I want to place into prayer. And when we're feeling very sensitive... And for years of my life, I, I just said to everyone, you know, and when until I did a therapy session in my 20s, it shifted after that. But I mean, if you had met me as a teenager and in my early 20s and we got to talking, I would have at some point in talking about myself, I would have said, I'm an overly sensitive person. That's how I used to describe myself. I'm an overly sensitive person. So, you know, I just felt like I felt everything. And there's great gifts insensitivity but when we don't know how to to um kind of cultivate right relationship with sensitivity it often feels like we can be easily hurt we just feel like we can be so easily hurt and that's the first thing i want to claim for you ruth is that you are in the secret place of the most high vibration You are under the wings. 
You are under the shadow. That's it. You're under the shadow of the Almighty. You're in the shade on the wings of the Holy Spirit. Like you're being carried, you're being covered, and you're being kept safe. That's the first thing I want to deepen in. You're safer than you may realize. You're more guided than you know. Whatever relationships are offering you difficulty, know that there's a growing edge there. There's some new iteration of who and what your soul is calling you to be in relationship. And that's what I want to say yes to. Like Whatever my higher power is, <clears throat> excuse me, is calling forth, I'm down with that. It's like it would be very wonderful for you to just welcome, I like to call it, I don't think it's a word, but teachability. Just I'm willing to be teachable. I'm willing to be teachable from within. And then, of course, pray for all your colleagues at work. Pray, pray, pray. Want, want what, not only what they want for themselves, whatever you want for yourself, want for your colleagues. Want what you want for yourself for them. Truly make that shift. And that is a game changer. So let us pray. How deeply grateful I am to know, to affirm, to accept divine right relationship for Ruth with all of her associates in work, in play, in family, in friendship. Divine right relationship is the order of the day. Whatever is being released, whatever is being let go of, whatever is being called to be almost like dead leaves shaking off of a tree, a snake slivering out of old skin. There's there's some old ways to be released and left behind. I celebrate and I call forth for us the awareness of Ruth made new in relationship where she simply is grounded in, I am a blessing and I'm here to be blessed. I think it's the Tao Te Ching that says, what is a bad man but a good man's lesson? What is a good man but a bad man's teacher? Meaning we don't have to go around and judge everyone. We're either we're either teaching or we're getting a lesson. <laughs> Let's name it God. Let's name it God. I am affirming and knowing for Ruth that she is deeply, completely, totally, utterly loved by God. Utterly lovable, lovely, loving Ruth is all things love. This is her true nature. And this is what I'm knowing, that there's a clear opening. There's an allowing up. In gratitude, in thanksgiving, I release this word. I let go. I let love. I let God. When I say I let God, I let the movement of the divine. It's happening. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And we're going to go to Texas. Jennifer, hello. You're on the line with me. 
Hi, Angela. Hi. Good morning. Happy Monday. And yes, it is Women's Day. So yay for us. Yes. Um, My prayer today, and it's funny because it's uh, a lot of guilt is coming up around asking for this prayer. Mm. Um, My my mother has an estate that um, has been in the court system for way too long and my beautiful stepdad took two years of his life to search out for me and my sister in order for us to get our portion of this and then he hired a lawyer that has taken advantage of him and it's been in the courts for again like way longer than it should have been and it's so close to getting settled and my prayer is that it gets settled and and the reason the guilt's coming up is because I keep feeling like who are you to ask for this money um it's so selfish to ask for this money but then I have to you know come in and say my my it's not just for me it's for my stepdad it's for my sister and her family and And it's me, silly to feel guilty about this. Yeah. Right. So so that voice, who are you to ask for this money? <clears throat> you that's a mean voice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's not nice. Yeah. So let's answer it. Who are you to ask for this money? You are the rightful recipient of it. It is your money. You're only asking for what is yours. And yes, you're including your sister, your stepfather, your sister's family, but it is your money. It was left to you. Yeah. How does it feel when I say that? Overwhelming. Hmm. Tell me more. It's like I'm split because there's part of me that's saying, yes, this is yours. But then there's another part that's saying, well, but you should be focusing on the fact that your stepdad and your sister deserve it more than you do. And why would they deserve it more? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, Are you not allowed to want relief and resolution and you know the you know the comfort or the love or the appreciation associated with this gift are you not allowed to include yourself it's, it's, the worthiness is is that's what's coming up around mm-hmm. it yeah feeling unworthy of it well, when your sister and your dad get it, like when you get it, everybody gets it, right? When it's settled, everybody exactly. gets the money. So it's exactly. almost like this, this <laughs> inner critic is like, you know, you know you've know, you got to want it for them more than you want it for yourself. And if you want this for yourself, That's rather, than seeing, yeah, <laughs> rather than seeing that as self-esteem, 
and gratitude, it's you're calling it selfish. You know, there I like this term healthy selfishness, you know. And you know, what you're describing is um like some belief like it's not okay to want for me, just for me. Yeah. So as we're on the line together discussing it, just tell me more about how you're feeling right now. Well, what's coming up is um, another thing that I was going to add into the prayer and, you know, the... I, I do healing and teaching work, and last week I was on a um, a healing telesummit, and it brought in a lot of clients, and it was like the most fulfilling I have felt, you know, being able to do God's work, and I was so busy, and everything's getting busier, and I'm like, oh, I'm living my, my purpose, but finally, 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 and, you know, now the money's coming in. And it feels so good, and I want to bring in more. And then this worthiness issue is like, I, I what I'm visualizing is like there's this wall and all this juicy good stuff that's coming in and like just waiting to flood in hits that wall. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is what I want to say, and then you give me feedback, and we'll pray. I want to work with a uh, a piece of scripture. It goes like this. You can, it's in the Holy Bible, um, Christian Bible. You cannot add one cubit to the Son of God. And the way I interpret that from a metaphysical point of view is nothing can add or subtract from our worth. I could be on death row in some terrible prison somewhere and I'm as worthy as if I were the person who cured cancer, okay? That my worth in God, in love, cannot be altered whether I do something that might be a a horrible, heinous crime or the biggest contribution to humanity. That my worth, excuse me, I'm having allergies today. Excuse me again. So my worth in God, I am the light, I am consciousness. And, and there's something incredible about being still in the recognition that our worth cannot be subtracted from or added to. Now, as we begin to feel into that and connect to, I am that I am. I'm infinitely worthy. No good deed adds to it. No bad deed subtracts to it. I am that I am. I am infinitely worthy. What could possibly happen for us is we might awaken to the reality that our worth is not an issue. It never was. 
Only the mind divided created the possibility that some of us are worthy, some of us aren't. We could possibly get more worthy. We could get less worthy. We've made our worth an issue, but the issue of worth is fictitious. It does not exist for you, Jennifer, in truth. You are infinitely worthy. And this money, you cannot add one cubit to the Son of God. As wonderful as it is, and as much as you're grateful for this case being close to close, it can't add to your life. It can't subtract from your life. Now, I know you would say, oh, well, Angela, you know, that's going to get me the new flooring in the kitchen, or I'm dying to get those skylights, or, you know, believe me, money in the bank, I'm going to sleep better. All kinds of good happens out of the creative impulse of God, and that money may be used in that way, but money does not add or subtract worth, or even a lot of things we associate with money. So does this make sense? Yes. yes you know, so the pure place calling you is a deeper recognition of you're infinitely worthy and you welcome all the blessings of life, including this money. And as you welcome it for yourself, you can also welcome it for your sister and your father and her family. I, I mean, your stepfather. So how does that land? I can feel the truth in it that the worthiness stuff is such a deep, deep wound. It's, <laughs> it's really deep. And it's something I get to play with on a regular basis. So, but I do feel the truth in your words. Okay. That's all we need. And let us pray for you here, okay? Thank you. Okay. As we turn within in prayer on behalf of Jennifer, you know, I just want to say, like, I love me some healthy, selfish Jennifer. Like, we want to embrace selfish. Like, give me some selfish Jennifer. Like, bring it on. I love her selfish. Isn't she great selfish? I wonder how selfish she can be. Like, we want to lean into that. We want to say yes to some healthy, selfish Jennifer. The universe is saying yes to that. She's a f- opening for desire, for creative living, for welcoming and expanding, just as her clients are expanding, her wealth is expanding, and this is wonderful. This is wonderful, and we're saying yes, 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 yes to selfish Jennifer being a wonderful thing. It makes the world a better place. This is what I affirm and celebrate. And here we are on International Women's Day. It's It's been confirmed now. Well, maybe we all need a bit more healthy selfishness. You know, when I think of the Me Too movement, maybe Me Too. I'll have some more blessings. I'll have some more joy. I'll have some more experience of my own empowerment. I bless Jennifer and I bless this estate. I bless the estate of her mother. And I am knowing that angels and spiritual guides are on top of it, that something magnificent is happening. It is blessed. And there's divine timing occurring 
for the release of these funds. And I'm knowing it's perfect. It's in time and on time. And I say yes. And so it is good and very good. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So again, if you're tuning in via the telephone, just star two to raise your hand. I'm going to toddle back to our written requests. And you just, uh, just uh, you know, right in the little square there. So we've got Carrie. Hello from Oregon. Thank you. I reached out. I reached out last week about my fears surrounding a follow-up mammogram. You offered prayers to me, which I heard and felt, and took me into the appointment. I am happy to share the results are benign. Thank you. Oh, Carrie, thank you so much. You know, I so appreciate hearing that. I don't always get to hear, although I get a lot of emails about so many, you know, so much, you know, good news. And um, I'm just so happy for you, Carrie. And I'm glad you felt prayer support. You know, this is what Prayer on the Air is all about, is I want a world prayed up. Like, you know, prayer is not an antidote, an antidote to challenge. It's an energy that carries us through challenge. And prayer isn't even an antidote to uh, things occurring that we may view to be tragic. It's, it's, it's an energy that carries us through those passages that show us the light that in truth, in the depth of God's love, in the reality of who and what we are, tragedy never really comes. It, it's our perception of it. It's, you know, as Byron Katie might say, death never comes. That's what you realize when you see truth. So it lifts us from the dualistic field. You know, so often I'll hear, you know, I thought that was the worst thing that ever happened, and it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened. So prayer is, prayer support, I really believe, if we can just receive it and allow it, makes all the difference. You know, my prayer for us is that we go forward today, prayer supported. So gratitude, deep gratitude for you, Carrie, for sharing that. I think I'm going to put a prayer request in myself right now, and then I'll continue on. You know, I would like prayer request um, for my daughter, Grace, who is in college, and there's some movement of energy around her roommate's And I just would love you all to hold her in prayer and her roommates in prayer for, you know, divine clarity, divine right living space. There's only one life. It is the life of God and the perfection of them all being where they need to be, with whom they need to be, is occurring and joy is 
leading the way. And I, I claim a kind of visionary energy. And I would love also to pray for all the young people. Um, I, I'm hearing more and more about uh, college-age students having a really, really hard time and high school students, you know, in a very unique way. Even as we we may feel like, oh, the vaccines are coming, they're still living a very different life than they anticipated. And so let's turn within now and I will lead us and you just know what you know. I'm accepting here and now through God's infinite love that all roommates everywhere in colleges everywhere are deeply blessed deeply blessed here now through our prayer tribe, through our emitting light, sending our light to roommates. You know, for so many, it's the first time ever living with people not in their families. And, you know, it's a bit of a social laboratory. And I am affirming that within this experience, there is love. And love fills every space between all roommates everywhere, including my beloved daughter, Grace, that she may awaken to her own vision of possibilities that are made clear to her from the God of her own understanding. And so in blessing Grace, I bless all the girls, all the boys, all the roommates everywhere. And I say, thank you, dear God. Thank you, dear God. I claim for all the parents like myself that want not to worry, but do worry, that worry vanishes, that our faith in God guiding and directing, being at the very center and circumference of this world, lifts us to a place of actually lived faith. And so in this blessing, I say thank you. I extend this prayer to all the teenagers and all the other college uh, students whose education may be derailed for one reason or another. I claim miracles. I claim miracles. I claim miracles for all those whom I'm holding in prayer. You are holding in prayer with me in this in this particular uh, generation. I say thank you. I accept something magnificent as it is happening already. Miracles, miracles, miracles. I claim I am, you are, we are miracle-minded on behalf of Grace, on behalf of all those in her generation and beyond. So be it, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for praying with me. Ah, so we're now going to go to Jenna, and she writes in from Paris, which is, sounds very exciting to me. Um, I have a similar case as Jennifer. I am divorcing my husband after 30-plus years of marriage and are selling our house. My husband is trying to make sure I get only a small portion. We used to... We used my inheritance on the family, but he will get his later. 
I would like help, one, not to hate him, two, to be able to get my fair share of the house sell. He is a horrible person to deal with. Um, Very sad he's been slipping into the dark side for many years. I left because of violence. I want to pray that the justice system is not pulled under his sway. He's very manipulative. Any prayers to help me get through this situation would be greatly appreciated. I would like to ask for prayers for him. I feel he has totally lost his way. And despite how angry he makes me, I do not want bad things for him either. Sorry to go on for so long. Thank you for your help. Well, Jenna, just know you can never go on too long for me. (laughs) And what a beautiful opportunity we have to hold you. And, you know, no away on International Women's Day are we going to let anything occur that is not totally honoring of you, Jenna. We are putting this in prayer, advocating for the call to justice that you claim. So, on behalf of Jenna, Jenna, let us pray. I'm knowing that there's one power. There's one power. It's the power of love. This power is a movement. It's intelligent. It's intelligent beyond my comprehension, beyond your comprehension, beyond Jenna's comprehension. I am putting the intelligence of love at the center of this case, at the circumference of this case, in regards to the sell of the house, the profits and the money and where it goes. I am knowing that Jenna is truly deeply held in love guiding and showing her the way. I claim a release, a letting go of the belief in two powers. There's the power of justice and the power of his manipulation. There's corruption. There's fairness. I'm calling forth a release of all the sense of two-ness. It could go well. It could go poorly. There's only one power. That's what we accept when we pray. The one power of love is activated on behalf of Jenna, and it is all good, all God. And that which is hers is hers. It is hers already. Just like it's Jennifer's already, it's hers already. I claim that Jenna is a clearing for what is hers. And I don't recognize any power to take it away. I say God is, Jenna is, that which is hers is hers. I, we let it be in faith, allowing. Grateful and thankful for the power of prayer on the field. I let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen means so be it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenna. So it's so beautiful. We've, you know, in the UK, on the east coast of the United States, we've been in Virginia, the west coast, Oregon, and then in Paris. What a joy. And now we're going to yeah. go to the middle of the U.S. Hello, it's 5980. Hello. Oh, hello, that's me. Hi, what's your hello? name? Yes, Carol. Angela. Carol, hi. 
What is your prayer request? Well, um, I'm a prayer chaplain, and I just love how you put things together. However, we have in our spiritual center um, five members that are prayer chaplains, and my prayer today is that we can add to that. We're recruiting, so to say, and I just um, want to give blessing and thanks to all the prayer chaplains across the United States. I believe there's also in other countries, but they just do wonderful work, and, and, and thank you to you. I mean, this is such an opportunity for us to help others, and of course, we know prayer works so and changes lives, so that is my prayer today. Oh, that's so beautiful, Carol, and I love this request. Ah, oh, so how wonderful it is to to be with prayer chaplain Carol and the extraordinary work, the kind of peace that comes from meeting a prayer chaplain when you're in a hospital or in need is beyond words. It's like being hooked up to an oxygen tank when you can't get a breath. And so it is with great love that we bless Carol in her work as a prayer chaplain. We bless the five prayer chaplains at her center, and we call forth an expansion of prayer chaplains there per her request. In addition, let us place our attention on prayer chaplains throughout the United States of America and in every country, everywhere. And they may be called by different names other than prayer chaplain, but we're whatever they're Occupation may be called in another language or another place. We bless them in the extraordinary good work they do. As Gandhi says, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. So we bless prayer itself. We bless prayer chaplains. We bless their work. We bless their families, their lives. We bless their hearts. We call forth deep grace and such blessing for all prayer chaplains. I say thank you. And so it is amen, amen, amen. Man, I'm, I'm deeply grateful. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Hmm. Ah. Ah, so we're just letting that in. You know, blessing prayer itself, knowing that you are a prayer and I am a prayer and that we can rest in God and rest in love ever more deeply and ever more completely. How good that is to know. How good that is to know. Let's just take a moment to be silent. And I just want whatever request you have that's on your heart. And I know there's other requests today. Just place your hand on your heart and know that whatever it is, a light within you, 
a light within me, a light within us, is guiding us. And let us be aware of joy. May we truly allow and let joy express from our hearts, radiating from us this day and this week. We must not underestimate the power of our joy. So just want a moment where we just, you know, I'm going to close my eyes and just how might I, how might you open to joy more fully? Setting this prayer intention now. So often we live in the when. When I, then I. Once the house is clean, then I'll feel the joy. Once the dishes are done, then I'll step into peace. When I, then I. When everyone and everything is okay, then I'll be joyful. Joy now. Joy now. I believe there's a Buddhist principle referred to as joyful chaos. And the beauty of that principle, it's not saying once everything is dot, 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 then I'll dot, dot, dot. Let us claim our joy today, now. Not in a forced way, but in a truly allowing way. Maybe something will happen that will tickle your funny bone. Maybe you'll catch a glimpse of a beautiful flower. Maybe you'll look at a loved one with eyes of greater compassion. Maybe you'll rise in your own power and say no where no is called forth. A holy no is a deeper yes. I claim I am, you are, we are deeply blessed, held in prayer. And I accept that this prayer on the air is deeply, deeply, deeply blessed. I claim that we carry forward through the week a kind of prayer medicine from our call, keeping one another in our hearts as we move forward in the week. I accept it is good and very good. And I really want to leave us, even as joy comes forth, you know, miracle-mindedness. Let us look to the hills from whence help comes. Miracle-minded. Let us be miracle-minded today. Having an expectancy of good. That's not outlining an outcome, but let us expect good. I say thank you for this and so much more. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I let go. I let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 I thank you so, so, so much for joining me. And I'm going to unmute us all to say, uh, have a beautiful week. Have a lovely day. I thank you deeply. I know something magnificent has happened here. One, two, three. We are all unmuted. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed week, everybody.
The moderator has left the conference.